Radio Shouty. Even when Biggie got killed, man, that night, man, the party at the Ford Factory, we were there. I can remember Queen Latifah coming in there. You know, she just shut everybody down. Yo, 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 yo. Man, Big just got shot, man. And they said he did. I cut up the station, it's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry if he was stamped by Beehive. It's one in one station only, they got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial, cause we finna go live. Already, man, you know we live from 285 right now, and of course you know it's yours truly, Beehive. Radio shout it, man. Stepping in the building, man. I got an OG, a legend, man. Dungeon Family, first generation. Goody Mo B, T Mo Goody, man. What's good with it, my dog? What's happening, my brother, man, in the building? T Mo Goody, aka to the fullest. Oh. Uh, already know, man. I mean, what's good with it? I mean, how you been doing? What you been up to, boss? Oh, man, I've been doing all right. I've been blessed, man. I've been being a, a, a productive father. Yeah. A productive citizen of the world. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I've been still recording good music, man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. You know, y'all can get out there on YouTube, man, and check me out. T-Mo Goody, man. I got a new record, man, called Renegade, man, and, and it's, it's heating up, man. I mean, you got to make sure I get that, too, boss. Most definitely. I yes, got sir. to get you that, man. Got to. Now, let's take it straight from the top, though, man. Okay. Gungeon Family. Goody yeah. Mob. I mean, how did T-Mo find his way in the middle of a legendary format like that, man? Well, man, actually, man, it, it was just, I, I could say it was really uh, the most highest driven, man. God drove it, made that happen, man. You know, back in the days, me and Cujo formed the Goody Mob, man. It was just us two, man. It started in the bowels of Howard Mill, man, by this guy named Big Lim. Yeah. And Big Lim is the guy that make them ATL hats to this yeah. day. I'm pretty sure you've seen them. Yeah, i seen it. Well, um, you know, we just came together and recorded. Me and Cujo recorded like 13 songs under the name Goody Mob. Ooh. You know what I mean? And then we got a manager in place, and the manager uh, changed us to the Lumberjacks because we did a song called Living Life Like a Lumberjack. Yeah. Because we used to always wear them flannel shirts. Yeah. And we just thought we were living life like Lumberjacks <laughs> back then. <laughs> True Lumber, man. So, you know, we uh we took it from there, man, and uh, the Outcast album came out, and uh, a guy by the name of Ian Burke, man, very legendary guy, yeah. man, in the industry, man, uh, felt like it made sense to group us all together because mm-hmm. CeeLo and Gilt were featured on Get Up, Get Out, and Get Something. Yeah. Me, Cujo and CeeLo, actually, because CeeLo sang the hook on um, Call of the Wild. Yeah. So we were all featured on Call of the Wild also. Mm-hmm. So um, w- once we uh, did those recordings with Outkast, Ian Burt's like, man, look, L.A. want to sign the Lumberjacks, and he want to sign CeeLo and Gip. So I think it would be smart if y'all just came in and just created Goody Mob to be together like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's just the honest to God truth. Man, yeah. I can't make up no lot better than, you know what I'm saying, bring uh. the truth. You know what I mean? How it's supposed to be told. It's gonna to be told the same way every time. That's right. So um, you know, once we did that, man, um, you know, we, we put the album out, Goody Mob, and with the impression that we were gonna all break up into little separate entities after that. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, the impact was so great mm-hmm. that we felt the sense of responsibility, man, to get out here, man, and, and pass the message on, man, and, mm-hmm. and be some responsible hip hop artists, man. You know, we from the South, man. We had mamas and grandmamas. Slapping us in the face when we was out there doing That's something. That's right. Just like how that little boy got done <laughs> in Baltimore the other yes, day, man. Uh, hey, man, my mama would have did me the same way. Grab me by my belt loop, boy, just yeah. when I was showing out, man, and tied me right on up, man. That's right. I think that's missing right now in the world, man. We need to bring man. that back. It's coming back, though. I see oh, it coming Oh, it's coming back. back. You seen it yeah. on TV, <laughs> I see it on TV, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, let's get to that soul food, man. 20 years strong.
strong in the game. I mean, folks are still bumping that album to this day to get through some hard times. What was it like creating it, man? I know uh, Gip said y'all was over there in Curtis Mayfield House recording that, man. I was about to say, man, we had some real, real funky, funky spirits, spirits in the house, man. Yeah. You know, we recorded that in Southwest Atlanta. Didn't even know, man, that Curtis Mayfield lived that close to me growing up, man. Being I'm from the Swats, man. Yeah. You know, and it was amazing to just know that this man lived less than 10 minutes away from where I, where I grew up. Yeah. But for him to allow us to rent out his home and, and record our album and to just see where he recorded his music and to just see it was right there in the hood, but it, he had enough land to where it still felt a little sense of seclusion yeah. to it, man. It felt private. Yeah. You know, and we, we just... We jailed over there, man. We listened to some of his old music, man, and we just tried to find a find a lane to run down, man. And and that's the music that was given us, man. You know, that's what came out of us when we were put in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived on the floor over there. We were grinding. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody rich back then. Everybody was just trying to get in where they fit in. Yeah. You know, and um, we we recorded. I can remember we recorded uh, thought process over there mm-hmm. was one of the first ones we did. That that just everybody just fell in love with, man. Mm-hmm. That was just one of the ones like, man, that's just that's just bigger than regular rap music. Yeah, man. that's different, you know. Yeah. And from there, we I think we did a song called "Hold On." It didn't make the record, mm-hmm. but I think Big Boy ended up putting it out on the Purple Ribbon record. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's super it's super tight, also, man. Um, man, that it, it's it's that Curtis Mayfield experience, man. It, it's unprecedented, man, in hip hop, man. To be able to go to a legend's house yeah. like that, man, and record a legendary album like that, that we didn't know was going to be legendary. Exactly. You know what I mean? It took 20 years for people to tell us how legendary it is. Yeah. And I, I appreciate the love that, that we get for it. But man, being but, in that studio creating that music, though, the vibes, what were the vibes like in there? Because, I mean, y'all had to have some strong vibes for it to transfer through them records like it did. I mean, you got your cell therapy, your cell—I mean, your cell therapy, your soul food, thought process, Sesame Street. I mean, all of these bangers. You know, my favorite, that goodie bag. Understand okay. me? Yes, sir. All of these bangers coming out of that studio. What were the vibes like creating that music, though? Man, they were—they were innocent, man. There was some innocent vibes because, like I said, we didn't—we didn't know where we were gonna go with our music, man. Mm-hmm. Being that we were following up a very successful outcast Southern playlist to Cadillac music album. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the, the direction that the label was thinking that we were coming in, but mm-hmm. we wanted to give outcast their own lane mm-hmm. and we wanted to create our own lane so that we wouldn't class, you know, so we would offset each other that way we could roll together. That's right. You know, and um, it ended up working because once we recorded that record, we did go on a, on a semi world tour mm-hmm. with outcast over to Germany. Mm-hmm. I think we did, about 13 shows over there in Germany with Outkast, and it was amazing. Oh, How man. was it being a young boy from the Swats growing up, and then you look up and you're seeing the world, man, and y'all dominating? I mean, the music, folks are singing them songs with you. And you thinking, I was just on Camelton Road yesterday. <laughs> man, it, 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 was, it was a humbling experience, man, because I just know that ain't nothing is forever. You know what I mean? So we just wanted to live that moment to the fullest, man. That's why I adopted the name to the fullest, man, because right. I felt like that's how we were living at the time, man. Yeah. We were going everywhere. I was seeing everybody I ever want, dreamed about seeing. Mm-hmm. I was shaking their hands and being received by these same people and people telling me, like, man, we, we love that, that record y'all got, man. Mm-hmm. Love that record. Yeah. You know, and it was just 
amazing, man. Like, like you, y'all like that for real? Whoa, what? <laughs> oh, man. Well, we be bumping that good about just like you yeah. said. You know what I mean? We know that good about <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, man, it, 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 it was humbling, man. I can say that much. I mean, that soul food, that single, though, man, that was a legendary song in itself. But you had to haul off and say, fuck Chris Darden and fuck Marsha Clark. Okay. That's how you felt. What made you be so strong and be to the fullest with it and stay on your political and just speak your mind? Because a lot of folks wouldn't even go there with it. They'd be like, you know what? I'm going to keep my mouth shut. You know what it was? To be honest with you, we recorded that album in Bosstown, which uh-huh. is now known as Stankonia. Mm. Okay, studio. So we was in Bosstown at the time. And uh, that was all that was on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember the O.J. Simpson yeah. trial was just yeah. like the biggest thing going on. Yeah. Every time you could on the TV, that's all that was on there. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, I'm sick of looking at this <laughs> shit. Man, man, fuck Chris Dodd, fuck Monster Cloud. You know, like, the hell with them. I'm sick of this, man. O.J. Simpson, that was my hero yeah. growing up, man. Yeah. Come on, them Hearst commercial, man, man, running through the airport, <laughs> jumping over everything. I mean, the juice. I, I love the juice, man. When he played for Buffalo, come on, man. O.J. Yeah. Simpson was the truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of these young kids, y'all don't know nothing about it, but you got YouTube. Pull yeah. it up. Exactly. You know what I mean? Pull it up. Exactly. Now you can see all that stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah, that man was the epitome. Yeah, he was the truth, man. How was it for Goody Mob being so political, though? Because I done heard folks say that y'all got banned in certain situations with the music and stuff. How, how were y'all trying to overcome that stuff, and how did y'all feel facing that backlash when y'all were just only trying to tell y'all own truth? Well, um, we kind of we appreciated it, man, because we, we felt like, like baby public enemy at the time, man. You know, yeah. public, we, like we were taking the torch from them and we were just going to ride this thing out on a political militant type of matter, man, because right. we, we wanted something to fight for, yeah. you know, and that's what we were going to fight for, our people. Mm-hmm. You know, we felt like, okay, if we take this, take a stance, like let's fight for our people. Let's let's stand up for, 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 for positivity. Let's stand up for the brother, man. Let's stand up for young black males, you know what I'm saying, this police brutality, all that it been happening. Yeah. It was happening then. You know what I mean? Let's stand up for that right now. Yeah. So by us doing that, we felt like that would bring the world together. Yeah. You know, and now we know, man, we can't save the world. The world got to save itself. You know what yeah. I mean? The world going to be here when we long gone. We tried, though. You know, we tried to put it in our music and people can listen to it for a lifetime, man. But see, what I will say during that time, because I was a youngster listening to that music, and you grew up wanting to be like Cash. You grew up wanting to be like the goody but they were positive brothers from your neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And when I say that y'all put the Swats and Camberton Road and East Point and all that stuff on the map, I was from them areas too. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time that you hearing your street getting called out. You're like, wait a minute, I live on Camberton Road. We some stars on Camberton Road. <laughs> These folks went to my house. They went to Mays High too. I could be somebody. Yeah, you man. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said, it motivated a whole generation of folks to come up and do something with their lives. Versus just sitting back and saying, you know, I want to go pop a molly yeah. and start sweating. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No offense to nobody with that, but it was that stuff that made you think. But then also, as you got older, because it was entertaining as a child. I was 12 and 13 at the time, but then when I turned 18, I'm still listening to it. Mm. Then I turned 25, I was still listening to it. Mm. But my situations had changed. Yes, I wasn't sir. nobody baby no more. I was a grown behind man trying to find a job. My partners is dying. You see what I'm saying? Folks is going to jail for life at 18 because they want to murder folks. Folks done decided to hit the trap, and that's where their job career path is right now. Mm -hmm. 
So when I listened to that music then, I was like, oh, man, they was going through it back then. And it was helping me to be able to navigate what I was going through as a young man coming up all the way into being a grown man. Mm -hmm. And like Gibbs said, he said that y'all always made grown man music, even as youngsters. What was it that made y'all say, you know what, we're going to be grown with this. We ain't going to play around. We ain't going to do the booty shake. We're going to keep it real. Man, it's funny, man. I really, I mean, the only thing I can continue to keep doing, man, is giving it up, man, to the Lord, man, because we, we, we just, we really didn't have true direction of that. Like, all the records that me and Kujo had recorded before then, they weren't really booty shake type music, but it was hip hop. It was like what we were raised on, man. Mm -hmm. So to put to start inputting a, a social consciousness in our music, mm -hmm. you know, was, was just came, man, from the times. Yeah. You know what I mean? The times brought that, man, because we wanted one thing I can say we honestly did consciously mm -hmm. is we thought about where can we go with our music right now that everybody else ain't. Mm -hmm. Where can we go and do something that everybody else isn't doing? See, that's mm -hmm. the difference between now and then. Mm -hmm. You know, then we wanted to do something that the next man wasn't doing. Mm -hmm. Now everybody want to do something that the man is, the next man is doing. Everybody following the same path this man doing. It, man, when I listen to this new music, man, straight up, man, it all sound the same to me. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. They all sound like the same person. Like I be, I hear some of this music. I know, I, hey, I'm getting old. You know, I, I don't care, and I'm glad I'm getting old. You better hope you can get old. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I love it, man. I, I sit back and listen. I sit back now. I can see what my mom and them used to say back in the day when they used to listen to hip hop. Yeah, and they yeah. be like, "What is that? Boop, bop, boop, 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 bop. Yeah, I listen to. I'm like, "Mom, that's jamming. I don't know yeah, what exactly. you talking about." And I know the kids say that to this day. Mm -hmm. It's jamming to them, and I get it. Yep. But come on, man, somebody dare to be different. Like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Salute that little cat, man. Oh, he did that. That man doing that. He man, did that. Right now, yeah. man. I love, you know, the fact that he he took a chance mm -hmm. with his with his craft and wanted to dare to be different. Yeah. And look at the result. He one of the only cats pushing units right now. For real. And he don't even play him on the radio yeah. like that. Yeah. They don't yeah. even give him that type of love on the radio. I wonder why. You know, but you know. But then that brings me to something else. You know, I feel like a lot of these artists are scared to be different. And y'all might have hauled off and said, if you're scared, say you're scared. Hey, that's all I say, man. Say you're scared. Fear ain't going to get you nowhere, man. That ain't that ain't the spirit of, of, of the most high right there, Phil. I feel no man. I feel nothing. You know, we coming how we supposed to bring it, man. When it's my time, I'm gone. See you. What made, <laughs> Boy, you, know you ain't never lied right there. What made y'all bring it like that? Because that in itself. You ain't going to hear nobody get on no record and say, if you're scared, say you're scared. You see what I'm saying? Don't be in here fronting and acting and all this extra stuff. Say you scared. Yeah, man. Ain't boy scared, man. And I'm tired. And one another thing we didn't want to do and that we made sure that we didn't want to do is beef with our brothers. Mm. Beefing around with other artists. If you notice, you go do your history on Good and Bob, mm. we ain't had no problem with nobody. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. We go everywhere we want to go. No bodyguards. No buddy guards, mm -hmm. you know, we go get it done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them buddy guards. Hey, man, we get it done straight up, man. We we say, we practice what we preach, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We live yeah. these streets. We run these streets just like we ran them before we ever even put music out. That's you right. You know what I mean? And that's another reason people respect us to this day because we ain't never go Hollywood with them, man. But answer me this, though, Timo. I mean, because I was one of those youngsters that would see y'all in the street. Okay. That folk down, and I was getting treated like a little brother. You understand that? Yes, sir. So with that being said, what made y'all keep it real? Because a lot of these folks 
they can't even keep it real with the people that's helping their career. Cause let alone they, the folks from the hood. Hey man, people didn't keep it real with us, and so and I'm speaking personally from my personal experiences. I can say that I ran into certain folk growing up, mm-hmm. and they didn't treat me like like I, I look like I might have showed. For instance, I ran into this uh, this music artist. I ain't gonna call nobody name out, man. Cause I don't want to start nothing. But I ran into this guy one day at the Freak Nick. Mm-hmm. Freaknik used to be the biggest thing in the ATL, man. All the artists used to come here yep. and everything. Yep. So we up in the club, and I see this guy. Wow, man, I love you, man. I love you. Boy. God, I got you in the car right now, man. God. So I dapped him down, and Butter Handshake was so, was weaker than my eight-month-old baby. Handshake. Oh. And he just felt, you know, it was almost like he just put his hand down. I, I shook his hand. It was just there. Yeah. So I was like, dang. No, that kind of hurt me. Yeah. We call that a dead fish handshake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to do it. I'd rather you not even shake my hand. You yeah. don't do that. You know, so, but the funny thing about how time how time turned turn the table is how this same person started inviting me happened. to dinner, invited me to kick it with him. I started kicking it with him, and, they, and I was cool with him. Because yeah. I, I don't hold no grudge <laughs> with nobody, man. Because I really still loved him. I just couldn't yeah. believe he treated me like that. Another time, I was at the Jack the Rapper. Yeah. Now these cats don't know how live Atlanta was back then. So that Jack the Rapper was, every rapper wanted to be there. Anybody doing music wanted to come to Jack the Rapper, yeah. make sure you had your laminate. That was yeah. just a thing back then. Yeah. Everybody wanted to come up and try to present that new music, try to get a deal. Yeah. So me and Joe used to be in the place all the time. We was always promoting, trying to get seen by the right people. Yeah. Well, we ran into a Candace made this major group that was out making big hits. Man, dude. Ran to him in the in the stairwell, tried to show him some love, man. You know what I'm saying? He 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 just didn't show me no love. Ran right on by me like I wasn't even standing there. Mm-hmm. And I just remember from that day on, that that turned my life around. It said, you know what? When I make it, I just want to show that you can still be cool. Like a lot of these folks seem like once they make it, they gotta act a certain kind of. They gotta they gotta be bigger than the normal man. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to maintain my humility. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much money, no matter how much you see me on TV, I want to always be, uh, be approachable. Exactly. You know what I mean? Let people know I'm I'm a human just like you. Mm-hmm. Don't put me on no pedestal bigger than the next man. Hey man, come dab me now. Give me a hug. I take a picture with. Her. I sign autographs. Yeah. I kiss the baby. Yeah. Let's do it, man. It's all good, man. I do music. Y'all like the music. Hey man, support support the cause. Let's keep it moving, man. Know that when I came through here, I kept it 100 with you, folks. Exactly. You know, and exactly. that's how good the mob music was. That's that's the whole theme behind all of us, man. We all the same type people. CeeLo, Gilp, Cujo, we all approachable, real-type cats, man, that love Atlanta and try to raise the flag, man. Mm-hmm. First record me and Cujo ever did, man, called Worse Than The Second Verse, man. Mm. I said, my lyrics was like, like this. I said, not from Manhattan. Because Atlanta's where it's happening. Mm. That's a quote right there. I'm talking about from 1990. Mm. 1990, man. And the reason why we were so pro-Atlanta back then is because we. I, I went to Morris Brown College. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so when I went to college, a lot of cats was from New York. A lot of cats was from Detroit. A lot of cats from Chicago, from L.A. It was a lot of different. It was like a real melting pot in college. So you yeah, got I know a chance what you're talking to see about. I know about it. I went on. to Clark. They thought we was country. I used to hear that all the time. Y'all yeah. country, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all's country. Y'all is country. And so, you know, we was like, where are y'all, though? Mm. Ain't this Atlanta? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all like where y'all at, don't you? You know what I mean? <laughs> you better act like it. You know what I'm saying? I make a call if one second, you know, we can turn some things around for you. But you know, they they got a chance and we got a chance to really know each other and know, yeah. you know, and respect that. So but that's that was our opportunity to know, like, look at here, man, even in our music, we gotta raise up Atlanta, man. Exactly. It's a it's a great place. Yeah. We got some legendary leaders that come up out of this place. That's right. Hold on. You rolling again. Mm-hmm. Speaking of all that, Timo, what was it like putting the city on the map at a time where folk really wasn't checking for Atlanta like that? You see what I'm saying? Because, yeah, we had the booty shape movement, but as far as hip-hop, hip-hop really wasn't living. It damn sure ain't, wasn't living in the South like it is now. Mm-hmm. So what barriers did y'all face trying to crank that up, and how was that whole movement? Well, man, you know, I, I got to really take my hat off, man, for L.A. Reid, man, mm-hmm. for being in the place, man, because he he was our way out, you know, at the time. Yeah. Only, thing, only record labels that I could really remember us having here at the time, I think, was Itchy Barn. I think mm. that was like one, that was like an independent type yeah. label, man, but it wasn't major. Mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe Mercury was here mm-hmm. at the time, but they still wasn't, you know, like Arista, you mm-hmm. know, slash LaFace. And, um, man, being, like I said, I went to college, went to Mars Brown, man, and just heard so much talk about countryness and being from Atlanta and they from New York and this is country and this is country. I just wanted to just show, we just wanted to show and prove to the world that Atlanta had something to say. Yeah. And Dre said that, man. I was right there with them, man. We was all there together sitting on the same row when all this bickering beef between East Coast, West Coast, and, when Suge Knight made that statement, man, we was right there, man. I'm talking about I was in there. You know, we was in there watching this happening, watching all this stuff unfold. And like I say, nope, they weren't beefing with us. Mm-hmm. We knew Puffy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We knew uh, Dr. Dre and all them showed us love because of Outkast, you know, success. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it wasn't nobody really tripping on us, but we were just getting the opportunity to just kind of see. Okay, these niggas, they from here, they going off on each other. Okay, you know, these niggas from here, they doing what they do. It's a perfect time right now while they going and bickering. Yeah. Man, let's come out with something strong and, and raise the flag for the A right now, man. We got the freak Nick. We got the liveest party in the United yeah. States of America going yeah. on with the black folk. We got yeah. this the melting pot for us right now. Yeah. It's a perfect opportunity, mm-hmm. perfect timing to make this happen. Yeah, And, and that's what we did, man. That's what we did, brother. We we put it up like that, man. And that's why I told you my first song, all I want to do is just make Atlanta known as a, a hot place for music. You know yeah. what I mean? A hot place where some hot artists come from and respect it. Mm-hmm. Respect it. When you come to our town, man, we'll be, you know, you know, you're welcome to come, you're welcome to stay, but if you disrespect <laughs> we gonna make that ass fly away. We'll make your ass <laughs> fly away. You know what I'm saying? So we he he said it best on that verse, man, you know, and that was that was how we were living, brother. How do you feel about the Atlanta that we living in now? Because back then, you know, we spoke to each other in the streets. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody knew each other. It was a family vibe. But now, you know, it's not really the same city that it once was. The love ain't where it used to be. I don't think, and I don't think back then, cats was as high as they are right now, man. Mm. So I think a lot of these folk brains fried, man, so they don't really know and realize 
you know, what they doing to people, you mm-hmm. know, to somebody go ahead and take them through some detox. Yeah. You know, they, they just living through, you know, part of time. Like you say, it's every day is get up and, and fry, your, fry your brain cells <laughs> up. And then when I see you in the street, I might not recognize them. And they, <laughs> they don't really be meaning no harm. Now, that's yeah. just my perception. No, they don't mean no harm by yeah. it. They just steal high from last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got up this morning and started all over again. That's so, right. They don't really realize that their consciousness is not there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's a difference. Not to say folk wasn't getting high back then. I'm not definitely not saying that that wasn't happening back then. Yeah. I'm just saying it's at a different level right yeah. now. Because now your average man is getting geeked up. Geeked up. You know, back then we'd be like, hey, man, you geeked. And that means you was all the way up through there with it. Man. Now you ain't high if you ain't geeked. Amen. Like that. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you see bro. what I'm saying? And it's more commercialized mm-hmm. now back then. I mean, you had the chronic. Yep. Everybody was on chronic, but when you on that chronic, everything everybody slowed down listening to the music. Mm-hmm. You stuck on you, you stuck listening to the lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I can't relate. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? All I know is that, like you say, man, the love and and, and the friendliness that that come with being in the South mm-hmm. is it, different. You know, it's a, it's it's changed a lot, man, but. It's still some of us still around, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, my kids, I, I raise them to be like that, you yeah. know. So that's that's all we responsible for, man. Just to try to continue to do what we do. I can't speak on what the next man doing. How do you feel, and what do you think y'all role was in turning Atlanta into Black Hollywood and the place that it is today? Oh man, it was it was huge, man. We were definitely um, instrumental, man, in, in helping to, to to bring the scene to Atlanta. You know, by by no by like I say, I gotta continue to keep giving it up for LA, man. LA, you know, giving us that way out mm-hmm. just gave us attention from everybody, from mm-hmm. all sides of the of the globe. Everybody had their attention on what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And by us doing that, it made people wanna live here. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, it's cool like that in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like I run into people every day tell me that we the reason why they living in Atlanta right now. They moved down here after they heard the album. <laughs> you know, like for real. Yeah. It was that powerful, yeah. it was that moving. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what folks tell me, man, when I'm in the street. Yeah. Hey, bro, you know, look, man, y'all boys, man, the reason why I moved to Atlanta, man. So saying all that to say, I just think that it, it, it's such a it was, it's such a, a melting pot for good talent mm-hmm. here in Atlanta that it made, the, you know, the, the powers, the, the, the uh entertainment world want to come set up shop here mm-hmm. it's a lot of land here yep. you know the tax break the taxes yep. for for what the they trying to stuff. everything yep. was wonderful to, to, to start up mm-hmm. here and now they're building film studios everywhere, everywhere. right out by my house they got yep. pinewood studios yep. Yep. they got you know lakewood been been a studio yep. first person i ever heard talk about putting lakewood um turning lakewood into a studio right there is on uh, dallas austin mm. and i'm talking about in the 90s yeah, way before it happened. Whew. I don't know why he didn't do it, but I can tell you he had the money to do it. I can tell you that much. That man had the money to do it, man. And um, I don't know. I guess his mind wasn't really focused totally on doing that at yeah. that particular time. But, you know, he definitely is the first person I ever heard. Like, man, you know, we ought to turn Lakewood into, like, Black Hollywood. That's what we, what we should do. Look at it now. That's what it is. You know what I mean? That's what it is. And that's what this city is becoming. So all these guys out here, man, everybody who, who aspire artists out here, man, find your niche mm-hmm. because it's coming right into your doorstep right now, yeah. man. There ain't going to be no excuses. 
not to get in where you fit in. All exactly. these folks that make you laugh in school, yep. man, that, that's techies mm-hmm. and it's very, very te- mm-hmm. technologically inclined. Yeah. Get in where you fit in, man. Now, another thing, man, I know y'all had a relationship with Tupac, man. Pop. Tell me about that, man, because y'all was supposed to get busy on some world-changing, world-moving stuff, man. Man, you know what? It's funny you say that, man. That that That's, like, really, me personally, my favorite artist of all time. Yep. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how you feel about him. That's how, that was my favorite partner. Yeah. You know, and but to get received by him, like, how he received us, mm-hmm. believe it or not, when we were working on our album, that man reached out to us through his publicist. Mm. And I thought she was flexing, because I'm like, man, this, that man ain't trying to get with us yeah. like that. <laughs> you know, and she was like, no, Pop wants to be in y'all's group. You know, he wants to be in y'all's group. You know, um, like, Pop want to be in our group. Wait a minute. For real? Wait a minute, he was ready to join the goodie? Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> about he was trying to join our group, man. When he was locked up in Clinton, in Denimore, uh, the facility in Clinton, Hey, man, that man was trying to get with us like that. Oh, my God. And I didn't understand it. I didn't, we didn't, we couldn't believe it. It yeah. was hard to really chew on that. You yeah, know? Exactly. Like, wait a minute, I just heard of me against the world, Al. Yeah. This man just got shot up. Yeah. And you telling me, thug, like, want to be down with good and all, <laughs> man. You know, it just, really? You serious? Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He really, he told me to tell y'all, you know. He love y'all record. He love y'all, you know, movement. Yeah. He respect what y'all doing right now. Man, that that was just humbling, man, wholeheartedly. So the first time I could honestly say I saw him in person because he was locked up when we first came out. Mm-hmm. First time I saw him in person was at uh, at the Soul Train Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Soul Train Music Awards. And his pictures be on, the same pictures be on the internet right now. It'd be really, man, scary to see sometimes because it just bring back that memory, man. He, yeah. When he was walking with Suge Knight, and he, I can remember him coming through the crowd, and he popped up on him. Goody mob, goody mob. And we was like, dang, pop. You know what I'm saying? Tupac, he was like, yo, look, he had a handful of flyers. He had just went five million, just sold five million records on that, on that, me, on that uh, All Eyes on Me album. Yeah. He was saying, look, look, man, I want y'all to come to my party tonight. You know, I want y'all to be special. Yeah, look, man, take some of these VIP passes that get y'all in. Y'all come on through, man. Kick it with us tonight. We're going to have a good time tonight. Yeah. I'm like, Pop, I am there. <laughs> guarantee that one, bro. I'm coming. Yeah. So we got back to the hotel. I still remember that. We got back to the hotel after doing what we had to do and everything. And everybody was like, man, I'm tired, man. I'm just going to probably chill out more, man. Just want to get out in the streets for real like that. I said, that pie, I'm going to that thing, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to take care of over there, man. I'm going, so I call my road manager, man. My road manager's like, yo, T, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. He said, let's go. Yeah. Me, Ron Bird, yeah. and this dude named Happy Hour Hank, man. <laughs> Happy Hour Hank. Yes, sir. We got in that doggone Jeep, man. We didn't have a top on. It was freezing in L.A., man. We were riding, man. I just remember being so close. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. Go, man. We pull up, man, to the Century Center, man. That's where the big party was at, man. Pull up to the Century Center. And man, uh, we kept we. It was really strange, man, cause we were pulling into the party. Everybody was coming back this way. Uh. So we was like, "Dang, is it over?" I'm like, look at the time. Like, it ain't, it ain't number. Like ten something, eleven yeah. something. I know it ain't over now. Mm-hmm. So I, we stopped, rolled down the window. Hey, baby girl, what's happening? She's like, "Hey, how you?" 
Like, why, why everybody going this way? Man, they just got to fighting it. Oh, man, we <laughs> missed the darn part. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they got to fight. So we roll up on them, cat. We roll up to the front. Like, because Ron, he wasn't going for that. He was like, you want to meet Pac? I'm like, yeah, I do, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him, man. Yeah. He's like, let's go. So we ride, no, we ride to the front, ride to the front where all the, all the people were standing. We finally get up to the front. We just start seeing, we see Suge pull out in his white Rolls Royce. Mm. He pulled out. Pop was behind him in the black Rolls Royce, mm. both convertible. They pulled them suckers out and then it was probably, I ain't exaggerating, man, them was probably 20 cars behind mm. them. So I'm like, you know, that's that gang stuff going <laughs> yeah. on, you know. Let me just, you know, sit back for a minute because it ain't over three of us, man, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, I ain't finna even try to get into nothing. Yeah. ain't got no gun. I ain't got my posse. They yeah. bang it home, you exactly. know. Right? So we gonna, we, gonna, we gonna stay put right now. Let's just chill. Bomb Bird was like, look, we gonna go holler Shook. I don't care, man. Look, I know Shook. So I'm like, we finna ride up to the front of that caravan right there. <laughs> Bob, they might blast on us. Yeah. You know, but they might not know what our intentions are. Exactly. They don't know who we are. Yeah. Man, this man pull up beside Suge Knight. Hey, Suge! Look, yo, man, check it out, man. I got T-Bone from Goody Mob over here in the car with me. I'm looking at him like, man, you just called me out of front of all these folks. Why you wouldn't? They might have a problem. You know, somebody, I might have a problem with it. Like, I ain't, I mean, I just thinking like, man, he just called me all the way out right now, homie. Man, Sue was like, man, I love y'all's music, man. Great music, man. Hey, man, much success to y'all brothers, man. Yeah. Love it, man. Why don't y'all follow us over, man? We about to go to this club called The Sanctuary. He was like, man, we're going to do that. Yeah. We got, man, they wasn't let her break in line. They was, <laughs> it was on it, man. So yeah. we got, we ended up falling behind the man. When I tell you, these boys running through there like they, they had Obama in the car with them. Man, they running every red light. You can see, man, police sitting there. They ain't even made nobody stop for nothing, boy. Because I guess it was so many of them. Yeah. Police stopped the, the 29th car. Yeah. She got 28 more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 28 more, more running yep. lights. You know what yep. I mean? So yep. we just running, man. We got them, man. And it was just, you know, I, I just kicking it with Pop, man. Just standing there talking, chilling with him, man. It was just amazing, man, to be received by a great like that, man. And. For him to want to do music with him. I was in the studio with him the very next day. Edie I mean got a spot on, on YouTube talking about it too. Man. Yeah. I was in there with them boy that very next day, man. That boy played that um hit him up song. Boy scared me to death, man. <laughs> and I ain't no scary cat at all, man. But man, when that man played that song, I was like, is he playing it because he finna say something about us? Mm. Or is he playing it? You know, <laughs> just to let us check it out, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, you know, you still got to, you know, kind of feel the situation yeah, out. We don't know these guys. I don't know these guys <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me get comfortable first, yeah. man. Let me just put play. Boom. Hit him up, motherfuckers. You know, I'm like, oh, man. He talking about hitting buddy. Why? Talking about all this stuff. I'm like, oh, my goodness, man. We sitting there looking at each other like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! Boy, these boy me business, boy. Like I, I just knew one nothing good. Mm. Couldn't nothing good come from That's that on. much going on yeah. at that particular time in the industry, man. And like I say, God just really kept us so close to all the action, man. Yeah. Even when Biggie got killed, man, that night, man, the party at the Ford factory, we were there. You know what I mean? We were there. We left that party, went over to a party. At the Roxbury, Outcast had a party at this club out in L.A. called the Roxbury. Yeah. Went over there. That's the first time I met Martin Lawrence and yeah. Queen Latifah. 
all the people over there. You know, that were the Hollywood people. They was over there too. Yeah. Because uh, at the forefront, I met Wesley Snipes for the first time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was, that was just a fun experience, man. But you know, it was just it was just strange, man. I just say that, man. It was just strange, you know, that that man passed like that, man. Because I remember, I can remember Queen Latifah coming in there saying. You know, she just shut everybody down. Yo, 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 yo. Man, Big just got shot, man. And they said he did. So that's when everybody, I could remember, man, everybody was just tired of all that beefing and bickering. Yeah. So that's another reason why we don't incorporate that into our music, man, because that's what's going to come. Is that what y'all young niggas want? Mm -hmm. Y'all want that? Y'all ready to die? Really? You really ready to die? You ready to leave mama and brother and sister and your girlfriend, your partners? Nah, you ain't. Your mouth say y'all, but I don't believe that's where you want to go. Yeah. You know, right now you want to live a long life. Yeah. You want to have a family. One day you want to earn some money and and, and ball out like you want to do. Mm-hmm. Buy your car too and a crib or two and travel a little bit and see the world and mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, man. Ask Floyd, man. That's what he, how he living right now. Exactly. You want to live a little bit like that. <laughs> we might not have 180 million, but a couple hundred thousand, yeah. man. You can make yourself thank you there. You know what I mean? But Exactly. You know, I, I just want to see everybody win right now. I love seeing Atlanta standing up right now, man. These guys, man, you know, they're doing their thing right now, yeah. man. I like that rich homie Quan, man. Yep. A lot, I see a lot of people. Really yeah. like him, and yeah. he's from around here, Exactly. Man. You know, exactly. so big up the rich homie Quan. Keep doing your thing, young G, man. I yeah. was talking about you last night in the studio, saying some positive stuff about yeah. you, man. You're riding right now, man. I told that boy Quan the last time I talked to him, I said, you got it. Yeah, I said, man. you just better make sure you keep on telling these stories, man. I yeah. said, let these folks know the truth. I said, don't let it go too far out there. Let them know the stories, man, because... You know, certain artists, you can kind of see when they got it in them. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Some folks, yeah. they just like, I'm here to get a check. I'm a hustler turned rapper. I can barely even read, but I'm going to put this rhyme on this thing. Okay. Porn, it was like, now nah, I got something to say, B, and I'm going to say it. But see, the thing about it, though, in his case, too, he captured folks by saying something. Mm-hmm. It really, he didn't capture folks on no party bullshit. Nah. He captured folks on having something to really say. Yeah. And that's what reminded me of y'all and that kind of stuff. I said, well... He the closest thing we got to it. Let me go ahead and say, hey, boy, you better keep that up. But uh, on another note, artists in the industry, I mean, how was it dealing with I know you said that uh, y'all hauled off and did Wayne's 30th birthday party. Yeah, this was like, what, a couple, couple, about two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, we, um, he called us and was like, man, we one of his favorite groups of all time. Can we, will we, will, will we perform at his birthday party? Will we? <laughs> you got to be kidding, man. We love you, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, we come represent which for you, man. You know, yeah. we going to do that. Yeah. Man, we gave it to him. I made sure I went hard for him just to let him know, boy, we still got it. Hold on, yeah. let that great food you, baby. <laughs> this ain't nothing. This platinum, boy. I'm going platinum in the face on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Respect it. So, you know, he man, he, he showed a lot of love, man. Nicki Minaj, all them people showed a lot of love yeah. for what we were doing. You know, of course, some fools in there, you know, still got to fight. You know, it's just going to happen. That's something about my people. We love to fight, man. <laughs> Get paid for it. Get mm-hmm. in the ring. If that's what you want to do, work out. And call uh, Al Heyman and he'll he'll represent you. Yeah. And get in the ring and get to it, man. Yeah. All this yeah. fighting and shooting and killing for nothing, man. We need to hold, hold tight on that, man. But see, the last time I checked, the good died mostly over that. 
You see what I'm saying? Tay want all way to let you know that God is in every man of blackness, man. So he see still there? lives. See man. there? See there? Yes, sir. And my whole thing is when y'all thinking that deep into the music, though, y'all had to know that y'all was going to change some lives. And one thing that I was saying that I said off the mic earlier, growing up as a young fella watching y'all come up, one of the most beautiful things about it all was you cut on the radio, you cut on the TV, and you would see some folks unapologetically speaking just like you, mm. looking just like you, mm. walking just like you, repping the hood that you live in. And that did a lot for the people that was coming up after y'all. But did y'all know that y'all were really making a statement by being y'all damn self? Nah, man. One thing, I guess it's easier for me to be me mm -hmm. than for me to try to be you. See that? You know what I mean? It take work for me to try to mock what you doing. Yeah. For me to just come off like how, you know, I'm naturally, off being just naturally mm -hmm. who I'm supposed to be on mm -hmm. this earth. That's right. It, it 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 just it rolled off the tongue real smooth like that, man. But like I said, man, we had people. You know, this this was Martin the King was born and raised, man. That's, right. That's all we ever heard about and talked about. You know, what I'm saying this was Elijah Muhammad. You know, he's from the south too, man. You know, a lot of people from right around here, man. So James Brown, right around here, man. Curtis Mayfield, Leah, right in the southwest Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So all that being said, it was some musical and some humanic geniuses in this world, man, that we just knew it's something we got to give this world, man. You yeah. know, our parents going to listen to this music. Yeah. One day our kids going to listen to this music. Mm -hmm. Let's make it as real as we we can possibly make it, but let's put a message in there, man, that's going to last and stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's appearing to do right now, yeah. man. I mean, the Dungeon family as a whole, man, are we going to get a full-fledged reunion? Yeah, baby. I hope so, man. Yeah. I hope so. All I can say is I, I'm I'm on board with you. Yeah. Maybe we need to just get the whole city of Atlanta, man, and just start saying, <laughs> we want the DL. Yeah. We, we need something, man. We need yeah. something to just want to spark that that initiative within everybody mm -hmm. that's in the Dungeon family, man, because it's definitely financially imbalanced right now. Yeah. You know, it ain't balanced at all right yeah. now. And that's cool. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody mad about it. Yeah. You know, I, I love and respect everybody in the DL. Yeah. But whoever they are and however they're living right now, man, salute you. Yeah. You know, and, um, but I just pray that one day everybody just have it in their heart to be like, let's just do at least one show together mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. that's all i said let's go down here to phillips arena mm -hmm. let's get the city to get with us let's yeah. get some sponsors to get with us mm -hmm. let's rent this phillips arena out one night yeah and let's turn it out yeah t i did it by itself i remember i went yeah. and enjoyed myself <laughs> that's right that's you know right I mean? love to look love him that's love right. him that's my main man right i mean there, but t i is one of those people that came up hearing that music, and he's another one that I'll say that when he blew, you saw somebody that looked like you. Yes, sir. Talked like you. Yes, sir. And walked like you. Yep. And that's where that longevity comes from because you can't turn your back on somebody that ain't turned their back on you. Man. He did, man. One thing I can say, man, that brother there, man, treat, he, to me, like, he, 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 he definitely 
carried the torch. Yeah. He definitely did, man. He did. Always said something about us in his music. And when we saw him, he always, to this day, still show that love, you know, for what. Man, he did a song with me, man, just off off love, period. Just off, man, Mo Goody, man, come on, man, to the yep. studio tonight, man. Yep. I said, man, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't got six figures to pay you, man. <laughs> I already know that what you're worth, man. You know, I, I know. I understand. Yep. I saw the I saw the Phantom outside. <laughs> I did. I saw it. But I love you. And I know you love us too, man. Yeah. Can, can we make some good music? Yeah, you know, man. Went in there and we did it, man. We did it, man. So I got a lot of respect for home too, man. But see, that's one thing that I also say though, T Mo, with y'all as legends got to understand is the younger generation, they understand who y'all is and they gonna rock with y'all regardless. I see a lot of that disconnect when I talk to different generations from the youngins to the old ones, the young folks, they're like, Oh, huh, I love them. They're my people. I listened to that music. Oh, man, I just found that CD, and I found, oh, my cousin, my uncle. But the OGs, they like, these young niggas crazy. Okay. We ain't trying to deal with these crazy little fools running around here. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I'm hoping that we can get the city back to a point, because that was one thing that I noticed back in the day. You watch a video, everybody turned out for everybody's video. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Now, Joker got a video, and it's just him and his cousin in there. And maybe a cousin don't need rock with him too tough, so he's just really in there by himself just rapping. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know if it's because the personalities are not the same or people just ain't keeping it real as they used to, or is it that the competition has become so fierce that folks don't believe that they can make it together? What was it about y'all that let y'all know that, hey, man, all us going to come out this city and we're going to make it together? Well, I can say this too, man. You, you got to think now. Before us, it wasn't no rappers. Mm. You know, I can remember being at going down to the warehouse when it was the Phoenix Dance Club, and they used to have this uh, Pass the Mic contest down there. Yeah. It wasn't nobody rapping from Atlanta on the Pass the Mic contest. It, everybody was from somewhere else but yeah. Atlanta. So I can remember, like, we really, when they say we legends of the city, I mean, that ain't no lie. Now, you had Kilo, you had Raheem the Dream, that we knew about that was rapping that yeah. had records out successful uh, sounds from Atlanta, mm. but they they that weren't really they weren't really looking at that like hip hop music. You know yeah. that was more like Atlanta booty rap. shape, booty shape, yeah. Atlanta type. You know what I'm saying? Do you hear what I that bone? Yeah. It's jamming like a man. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was y'all disco yeah. down and yeah. that stuff. Come on, yeah. man, for real. All that stuff, you mm -hmm. know. Raheena, Jane, I had man, stay up on the fresh part to see that, hey man. Yeah. Stay up all night, man, with yeah. the tape ready to tape. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it still wasn't considered hip hop by the others, mm -hmm. like folks from New York, mm -hmm. folks from here, folks from there. They didn't consider that that. So, man, um, I almost, what, I, what was I saying? <laughs> I, forgot what I, was, I forgot my point, man. Um, Put it down for the city. And you were saying that y'all was coming out as the main attraction and just the only hip hop was standing up. So to say that, to say since it wasn't nobody that was similar to us at that particular time that had come out yeah. and had been successful, we was the first. So it was exciting to see us shooting a video on Camerton Road. When nobody shooting no videos, 
back and then. And not on no damn Camerton Road. And not on no Camerton Road. No, nobody shoot nothing back then, man, but a gun on Camerton exactly. Road, man. <laughs> That's, right. That's so right. So by us to do that, people wanted to be a part. And then yeah. we're we not, we not even, like, in a position where, man, back up. No, no, no. We're like, come on. Yeah. Hey, man, hey, go get such such. Tell yeah. me, come on down here, too, man. We shoot. Hey, look, after this, we're going to be over here on such such street. All right, man, look, we, we there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now... Everybody wanted to be a part of yeah. of the beginnings yeah. of what was going on. Yeah. Now, so many folks shooting. I if I ride home tonight, I might see a video <laughs> truck. Somebody shoot out there right now. Yeah. So it's it's oversaturated right now. Yeah. You know, it's nothing exciting and new mm-hmm. about that right now. Only thing exciting new that they shooting a lot of movies right yeah. now. But as far as like video, hip hop, video, music videos, who ain't shooting a music video right now? Who ain't rapping right now? Yeah. So it's it's no exclusiveness to it. Like I say back then, it was exclusive because it wasn't really no hip. You had the Hard Boys, yeah. you had Kilo, you had Kids and Rock, yeah. you had Raheem and Dream, mm-hmm. you had Shadi. Mm. That's one hand. I just counted everybody from Atlanta. <laughs> one hand. That's everybody great. and everybody wasn't even listening to them back then. Yeah. I was because I love mu- uh, yeah. hip hop music back then. Music period back then, but. That's just how how it was. The door was wide open yeah. for something to bust from Atlanta, man. Something. And Outkast came out and did it, man. Yeah. All of us. Really, all of us are Outkast. Yeah. Because if you listen to their first album, everybody who they was, was down effort. with, it was, a, it was a group effort. Yeah. All, the subject matter, group effort. Mm-hmm. The direction they went in with their music, group effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they'll vouch for me on yeah. that, man. So that that's really that's the truth, man. That's how it was. So the Dungeon Family was born because we was recording all that music at Rico Wade's house in mm-hmm. his basement that looked like a dungeon. Yeah. We you know, that was the dungeon. That was I mean, so many people came through that I mean, it blow your mind, man. That's the first place I met Pimp C and Bun B. Mm. Sitting on sitting on Reek bed. Mm. On some old just chill. Just listening to beats. Chilling. Chilling. I'm like, God, dog. You know, that, that PLC. Oh, man, that Bud B. Like, man, to this day, man, number love. When you speak of that dungeon, Reek put that thing off Cascade. My uncle stayed on Lenway. Mm. So imagine me watching Rap City. I ain't know it was right there. And I'm like, you mean tell me that house that's right up there? Yep. That house that's right across the street? That was straight up amazing for young folks coming up at that time. What was it like going to that White House and getting busy? Man, it, it really, it, it was an incredible experience, man. I could say that just to see where they came from, mm-hmm. just to see, just to know this man came from, you know, very little mm-hmm. to got enough to feed everybody in the family. But one thing I can say with Reek Spirit, he always was a giver. Mm-hmm. So, just a word to the wise for everybody out there: don't be scared to give. Mm-hmm. You know, because for some reason, the spirit of giving always bring it back to you one hundred percent. Sometimes three, four hundred percent. You said that. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. A lot of folks when they hoard and they want to hold on to something. Then the world hoard on your ass. Exactly. You know, like you scared to give it away, folks gonna be scared to give it to you. You know what I mean? So if they can get money to you. They should be able to get money through you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how that type of brother was, man. Mm. He was a giver, man. And I seen everybody from Shaquille O'Neal at the dungeon to 
Allen Iverson in his heyday, mm. you know, seeing him bounce the ball like I ain't never seen nobody bounce the ball before. Ever in my whole life. Still to this day, I ain't seen nobody could jump like that, man. Mm. Nobody. LeBron James, nobody. <laughs> nobody <laughs> can dribble like that man right there, man. Mm. Salute you, baby. I, I, AI, man, the truth. Man, I seen uh, Puffy. I don't play. We played basketball, yeah. you know, up there against them yeah. boys, man. Yeah. That that was hard. Man. <laughs> that was hard, man. Them boys, yeah, they beat us, man. They beat yeah. us, man. But, boy, they, he went and got the best of the best from um, – Around the corner, man. Yeah. Over there, uh, uh, run and shoot. Yeah. So that wasn't fair. We say we still be, we still won because we ain't got some Atlanta folk to beat yeah. us, man. Yeah. All the boys would then come from up top. <laughs> you know, he let Jada Jada play uh, a couple of cats play that, mm-hmm. that was running with with the crew at the time. But man, it, it was that that was a fun times, man. It was a really fun time because he was like our competition, but yet still like our brother. Yeah. You know, we, we, we came up with Puffy. Like, Puffy well, actually had hands on, in shooting the first Outcast video, the Southern Playlist mm. uh, video. Not Southern Playlist, but uh, Players Ball. Player Ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was there. I didn't know who he was at the time, mm-hmm. you know, but we got a chance to know him and, and, and know that he family with some folks I grew up with, you know, mm. right here in the A. See that? Yeah, Ebony Electric. That's her, that's her cousin, first cousin. <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, I grew up with her and her brother. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, really? This, we that that's close? how the A was, though. Man, six degrees. It used to be six degrees of separation. Now I say it's about three. Mm-hmm. It's about half that. Mm-hmm. You can touch anybody on earth through yeah. about three people. Yeah. You'd be true. shocked, man. That's true. It's really, really shocking. So be careful what you're saying out here. <laughs> they hear you. They hear you. They see you. They can touch you, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lastly, Timo, you got anything else you want to get off your chest before we wrap up, my dog? I do, man. I just really want everybody, man, who who love Goody Mob and the Dungeon Family, Outcast and Timo, man, and got love for for our efforts and for what we stand for. Get on that YouTube tonight, man, and pull up that T-Mo good and check that Renegade <laughs> out, man. Because that boy going hard right now, man. I mean, I want to step outside of myself and say, look, man, I, I came harder than I ever came to me. Yeah. As a solo, on any solo ever mm-hmm. that I ever tried to do before. Mm-hmm. This stuff thorough. I let some real valid people listen to my music just yesterday. And they was like, hey, boy, it's on point. Mm. That's on point what you're doing, man, and I, I it, it's motivation for me. You know, not to, not to mean that I gotta hear them say it's it's on point to yeah. believe it's on point, but it just it but feel good. You ain't with, in the world by yourself either. I ain't by myself, and I can't buy a million records by myself. <laughs> exactly. Either, I want somebody else to like what yeah, I'm doing. You know, exactly. So it feel good to know other people liking what I'm doing, man. The efforts. May y'all come follow me, man, on on, on, on my Instagram. It's T Mo Goody, just straight T Mo Goody. Twitter, I'm Timo Goody one, you know what I mean, and I'm just trying to you know build my fan base up as a, as a solo artist and just let folks know that I ain't never gonna stop doing music. Yes, sir. I don't care. Gray hair, be, getting older ain't finna determine whether or not I'm gonna be doing music. Mm-hmm. Folk love what we doing out here, yeah. and they they telling me that every day. Up. If they didn't, I wouldn't be on this microphone right now. Exactly. My man, man, Rashad, called me up here two days ago. That's I'm right. right here. That's right. You know what I'm two days later, like I told him I was going to be, hey. man. Hey. I live by the word, man. If, you ain't got, if your word ain't born, man, you ain't got nothing, man. You ain't lying. You nothing. Ain't lying. You ain't going to get hired nowhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> you ain't gonna get a record deal if don't nobody believe you're gonna record the record. Yep. You ain't gonna get high, don't nobody believe you're gonna show up for the first day. That's right. So you word everything, man. I appreciate your word, man, for staying down with me, man, and for representing, man, for the whole team, man. Got to, man. For Got sure, to. For appreciate sure. you coming through. Thank you for Beehive having Beehive Radio, shout it, man. Timo to the fullest in this thing, man. Let's go. To the fullest. <laughs>